Hello and welcome back to Aspen Talks Health. I am Dr. Nicola and today I am joined by two beautiful guests. This is Eden and Deva Shante. They are the founders of True Nature down in Carbondale. It is a magnificent space that is just so spiritual and instantly brings you into this place of just bliss and peace. It's a magical space and the reason why I've invited them onto the show today because they have truly followed their heart and created something in service to the community and they are, I, I can only imagine how fulfilling it has been mm -hmm. for you guys. So welcome on the show. Thank you. Thanks. Awesome. So um, let's just start with what started this uh, inspiration for you guys. Well, you know, we were really just listening and following our passion and uh, we both were into studying different types of spirituality and yoga philosophy and as we came together the vision came together nice mm -hmm. nice and how long have you been in the valley i've been here since 2002 oh wow yeah and you gosh 2009 nine. <laughs> dates are not my thing <laughs> nice. yes yeah. and when did this come together when did true nature form well i started true nature in 2007 in downtown carbondale on main street and um it was a single 500 square foot space for yoga, meditation, um, and such workshops. And Deva was uh, needing a change. She was living in Chicago, and she was headed for the western coast. And three people, uh, 24 hours before she left, uh, said, you have to stop in Carbondale, Colorado before you are on your way. Mm -hmm. And so she did, and she literally pulled up right in front of True Nature, and that's where we met. That's mm -hmm. incredible. Mm -hmm. yeah. How beautiful. I always say, if you get a message three times, you need to follow. Exactly. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. very important. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So tell, tell us a little bit about the space. What else have you created since it's been 500 square feet? It's expanded yeah. a little bit. Well, Dave and I uh, formed a partnership, and we moved over to the 3rd Street Center in Carbondale for a couple of years, and then we decided that we wanted a place of our own. And so we searched for about six months um, looking for property um, and uh, we found the present place. It's interesting because we actually turned our realtor down on several occasions and never went into the space. Mm -hmm. But when we finally went into the space, we were both instantly, this is a yes. Wow. And what's interesting is that the building itself is almost the whole first piece of property. And when we purchased that building, the whole property that now is the Peace Garden became available. Ah. So with regards to the listening, Deva and I have not had a plan. It's, it's an evolving project that we listen to and nurture, and it's been growing um, for many years now. Beautiful. Yeah. It must be so inspiring to bring that whole community together. I wish you could bring transplanters <laughs> up to Aspen. But um, you teach some classes on Dharma. Can you share with us what that means? Well, Eden more teaches because he teaches Vedanta. So, yeah. Okay. Either one. Well, um, Dharma is essentially um, the structure and the laws of the universe. And so there's a collective Dharma and then there's a personal dharma. And where those two meet is a third dharma. Uh, it's called situational dharma. 
where you bring yourself to the greater laws and you know make choice and action so um, I really am every day practicing um, thought word and deed being in alignment I fall off the horse on a regular basis and I'm dedicated to picking myself back up and continuing to apply um, what I know to my life. Explain more the, the details. How do you do that? Well, what I'm finding is that there's so much that happens subconsciously while I'm living moment to moment, day to day. And so a big part of coming into alignment with my personal and the collective dharma is bringing consciousness moment to moment to what's arising because awareness is the first step. We can't make a choice, A or B, if we're always in reactivity right. or just um, a patterned response based upon past action. So it really requires becoming conscious moment to moment of our thoughts, of our emotions, and uh, understanding the situation to the best of our ability and then taking action. And we know what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. And that's the big um, process. Deva's got an amazing uh, saying that she's shared with me over the years and that she won't do anything unless she could share that with her grandma. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. That was kind of my guidepost throughout adolescence and everything. If I couldn't tell my grandma, I didn't do it. I love that. Yeah. So I think a lot of people that are seeking some enlightenment and being more conscious, we have that desire, but then it's not always, you know, our subconscious takes over often. Mm -hmm. So how do you bring yourself back to being really conscious? Is there any tips? You've got to have tools. Yeah. So you know, a, a meditation practice, a journaling practice, you've, you've got to have these moments throughout the day that you're looking within. Because mm -hmm. if you're always externally focused, then you're going to miss all the guideposts along the way. Nice. That's mm -hmm. true. So do you set timers sometimes on your phone like to remind you, hey, breathe, it's 3 p.m.? <laughs> I just have a set time in the morning. Like That's the first thing I do when I get up. Yeah. And, you know, so then that kind of sets the day. Um, but then, you know, when I'm in the car, choosing to breathe rather than do something else. Yeah. So it's, um, it's like I teach some students that whenever your hand touches a doorknob, draw your spirit back into your body. I love that. So that before you enter any place, you're always, like, within, hmm. connected. Because we've got to have a reminder. Yes, that's mm -hmm. what I was thinking. Good. That's yeah. a great one, a doorknob. Yeah. Because you want to, when you do that, I think you show up then how you actually want to show up. Right. Versus how you're reacting from whatever just happened. Exactly. Love that, a doorknob. Yeah. yeah. Great idea. So, um, tell us about the Kiva. Well, the Kiva is the latest iteration of our development. And, um, you know, we, <coughs> it, excuse me, it actually arose believe it or not, through a channeling session where Deva and I, before a sweat lodge, were connecting with uh, guides that come in. And um, I asked the guide, um, what do we need to do to complete our development? And the guide shared, you need a ceremonial space in the center of the Peace Garden 
to marry heaven and earth. Huh? And what popped up into my head was a kiva. So I said, you mean like a kiva? And the guide responded favorably. And we sat on that and it incubated for a while, but we definitely needed a space uh, for workshops and teachings and seminars because that's a real big passion of ours, not only for Deva and I, but bringing in other people. And our present classroom or studio where we host yoga and other types of classes has five to seven classes a day and we really can't interrupt our normal uh, clientele for a longer workshop. So we knew we needed it and it also enabled us to move the spa out of our center building and uh, kind of f uh, more fully develop our spa because we believe that receiving through the spa is an important part of our healing experience. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It almost begins before you enter. Mm -hmm. Because you take a nice circle around and you're already, yes. it's like your energy is shifting into a different space. Yeah. Well, I love it. In many um, traditions, um, there is a circumnavigation of a sacred space or site. And so it's, as David was saying with the doorknob, it's like a preparation yeah. And you're walking down, you're descending and circling and coming into the space. And uh, mm. so it's really, it's really nice in that sense. It's special. So how did you um, combine the heaven and earth? How did, can you share a little bit about the structure? No, you can describe the portal. Well, um, one of the things is, is that the whole um, kiva is subterranean. Yeah. I mean, part of it is exposed, but a lot of it is subterranean. And in the center, uh, like some people have seen in yurts, there's a very large oculus or skylight in the center. And so it allows beautiful light in. We also have um, four, the four cardinal directions represented um, to honor um, just the my passion and our connection to Native American spirituality as well. So we're honoring the seven directions, the four cardinal points, Mother Earth, Father Sky, and then the Spirit, the Great Spirit. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You really have accomplished your mission. It is a sacred mm. space, for sure. Thank and you. we really hope to welcome people from all over the world to not only learn there, but to teach there. That's really a big part of our passion and mission is being this destination retreat space. I love it. And yeah. it opens up the portal for education, which True. is something that we really, every aspect of what we've created has to have an educational element down to the food, why yes. we've chosen the food, why the, um, you know, the boutique has certain things in it. Yes. There's so much intention behind everything. Yeah, you can see that and you can feel it. Mm -hmm. The food is excellent, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very grateful for that every time I go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you have a labyrinth as well. Can you explain what that is? Well, the labyrinth is, you know, it's a beautiful way of partaking in walking meditation. Because while it appears to be a maze, um, it isn't. It's not like something you can get lost in. There is just one way that you walk in and then you turn and you walk right back out. And it's such a journey because sometimes it can feel like it's going on forever. Mm -hmm. Like you're never going to get to the end. And then when you turn around and walk out, it's so quick. It's, <laughs> it's like 
it just depends on what you're going through. Yeah. And so we recommend that you have an intention before you enter the labyrinth mm -hmm. and you walk with that intention the whole way. Yeah. When you get to the center, it's a moment of reflection because that problem or obstacle you might have been processing, it might be gone. Wow. You might have already like uncovered the nugget that it had for you, but it also might take you winding back out of the labyrinth for you to fully realize that opportunity that, that you were given. Yeah. Can you share one uh, intention that you may have seated there? Oh, awareness is always one, you know, consciousness um, are, you know, daily things. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I really love about the labyrinth is that it's, it's, um, an opportunity to connect and receive, as Dave is sharing, but then it's also this metaphor for sharing. Because, um, you know, we've received so many gifts, and in the labyrinth you can receive knowledge, you can receive wisdom. Something important can come to you just by opening and, and taking your shoes off and connecting to Mother Earth. And then, once you receive that gift, it's like, okay, I'm walking out. How do I share this with the world? Mm -hmm. And that's a really, you know, a really important part of this whole spiritual journey is um, connecting more deeply with who we are. Yeah. And, and then the opportunity to share that and make a contribution. It really, for us, has to be about how we can serve and make a contribution to other people. Yeah. I, I think that's where you find the, your greatest joy. Mm -hmm. I, I experienced that with the show. For yeah. me, it's it's celebrating and promoting people that are doing beautiful things and then mm. offering uh, alternative healing modalities mm. because the conventional, I think, is not um, the best way to go. So I, I want to present as many options to mm -hmm. people as possible. And just in that desire to serve, I have just been uplifted mm. so much. It's such a blessing. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah. On that note, how, uh, what are some other healing modalities that you offer at this center? At the center? Well, you know, we have numerous people doing lots of great body work. Okay. You know, in the spa. Um, very talented healers there. And uh, in the yoga department, you know, we just have these beautiful humans that are connecting to people and teaching them how to connect to their bodies and to their breath. So that's wonderful. Um, also, we have energy work. You know, I do intuitive healing, and there's another person there that is also an intuitive, intuitive medium. And, you know, then there's Jackie who does orosoma, uh, which is just a whole different way of looking at yourself through color. Wow. Yeah. So, color therapy. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, a growing seminar event and retreat business and that is just bringing in everything from Richard Rudis who is like one of the premier gong bath people yes, in the I, country. I went to that. It was Were fun you time. at that? Oh, oh I mean just that <laughs> and studying yoga philosophy, the Bhagavad Gita, um, you know so many different modalities are welcome into our space. We, we have um, even Nia and Nia is this wonderful dance that happens that combines like martial arts and yoga and dance. And I have never seen more joyous people 
walking out of that class. Aww. And so they're so happy when they leave. You That's know, they, like they crank the music and yeah. they just dance their hearts away. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's great. <laughs> so, I'm going to come try that. And Rod Stryker was there as well. He did yep. an amazing job after the New Year's on New Year's yeah. Day to set your intention for the year. That was powerful. You know, what I was sharing with Deva and what we've been talking about is that we often think that we need to find the perfect teaching or the perfect teacher in order to progress on our spiritual evolution. And what I'm finding and what Dave is finding in our lives is that everything we need is right here, right now. Yeah. And it's really about me making those choices and saying no to the adharmic um, patterns, emotions, thoughts that arise within me on a day-to-day -day basis and saying yes to love, to connection, uh, to purpose and, and things of that nature. It is literally like we think we need to go to a cave in India. <laughs> All we have to do is like get into a relationship with an honest, beautiful human being. And there it is. Aww. There's our opportunity. That's beautiful. And to even sit still and connect within. We have internal guides mm. that can direct you just if you get quiet a little bit. Uh, I did a meditation practice yesterday and the... The teacher was uh, teaching that each time a thought comes into your head, just label it as thought and go back to focusing on whatever you're focusing on. And it was <clears> fascinating. <throat> it's like it was an instant block. Mm -hmm. It really yeah. worked well. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. Um, you mentioned intuitive uh, coaching. Who, yeah, guidance. Guidance. Who can that serve? Oh, anyone who's ready. You got to be ready because when you do an intuitive session, you're being seen. You know, I mean, we're used to being seen with our physical. I mean, we get dressed and we present ourselves. This is what I want you to see. But when you're sitting with somebody who's intuitive, they're seeing everything that you've hidden from yeah. yourself and from everyone else. And yeah, so if you're ready to be seen, then it will definitely benefit you. Wonderful. Because it gives clarity. And yeah. we're all looking for clarity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it keeps going back to that subconscious how we behave because of our usually childhood experiences, right? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Well, it's, it's our childhood experiences, but where did those come from? Mm -hmm. You know, and so we, you know, at least from the yoga philosophy perspective, we incarnate with karma. Mm. And we're here, um, a big part of why we're here is to resolve that karma. And yeah. so we create the perfect situations, the perfect family, the perfect challenges which are grist for the mill that allow us to work through these things and uh, that's a, a central piece of our purpose here is to work through our karma it's also to share our gifts but our gifts don't have to be like a special talent in in you know for some people it's just being kind yeah or just being loving to ourselves yes or just doing what we love yeah. and what a gift that is just to shine through doing what we love. Yeah, mm -hmm. so true, mm -hmm. so yeah. true. Can you touch back, I'm gonna circle back around to Dharma again, yeah. and maybe some more tips on how to find, if someone's kind of struggling with their purpose and, and trying to really understand what they're here for. Are there any tools or, or guidance you can offer? Well, you know, something that 
is so simple, it seems, is one of the hardest for people to learn. If it's not a yes, it's a no. A big yes. If it's not a yes, it's a no. <laughs> you know, and, and, and then, you know, how I really educate people on it is that I don't know is what gets people. I don't mm. know. Well, you just said it, no. No is in, I don't know. And if you listen to that, I don't know is no, and you're only here for the yeses, you can simplify your life pretty darn quick. That makes sense. And, you know, it's not easy to simplify down to the yes. Yeah. Because then you'll find the attachments that are preventing the yeses. The and then beliefs. that, yeah, that's, that's the work right there. Because you're like, well, this isn't a no, but I don't really want to go through what I'd have to go through to get rid of it or to let it go or to not be a friend with that person anymore or to not do that job. And then you start to see all these attachments, beliefs. Right. And then you see your work. I've always had a uh, theory of my, my girlfriends that called and need advice and, and if they're struggling mm -hmm. and my, my theory is if, if there isn't an immediate, like if the answer isn't clear, it's yeah. not time to make that choice. Exactly. So it's kind of the same. Yeah. Concept. It's obviously not a yes. Yeah. Is you don't have to search for yeses. They're easy. Yeah. This was obvious. Yeah. I was yeah. doing this. <laughs> exactly. But we also have to have the courage because those yeses can be scary. Right. Like the yeses can be really clear, but then the courage to step into it and shine in that yes, that's hard for a lot of people. I know someone <laughs> who um, is totally living their dharma, but sometimes she doesn't have trust in that, and it can take some time for us to trust in that, the rightness of it, because there's so many emotions and thoughts that come up that relate to our past karma that can inhibit us from stepping into our yes. Mm -hmm. So then how do you know? How do you know if it's your intuition or if it's your fear talking? Yeah, try. I mean, from what I've learned through all of the intuitive sessions I've done, there is no mistake you can make. There's just redirection. Okay. You know, yeah. you might go down one road and then you're like, oh, this isn't working out. And then you make a new decision. Right. But you don't stay focused on like regret or anything because that doesn't get you anywhere. Doesn't serve. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that's the essence of karma yoga. So. A lot of people think karma yoga is seva or service, but karma yoga is a whole um, attitudinal yoga um, that people can practice that, that comes from the Bhagavad Gita. And what it says is that in every moment, we make the very best choice that we can, and we offer it in service to creation. And we realize that we don't control the results, and so we gladly welcome the good results, which let us know that we're in alignment. And we gladly welcome the bad results because they let us know that we're off our true north. Right. And then that just gives us an opportunity to recalibrate our actions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what happens, too, is that the more you practice it, the more you create a sattvic, pure, or clear mind that then enables you to take more clear actions and so it becomes a positive feedback loop. I love it. 
Listening to your intuition and then taking action, I think, is the key. Not being paralyzed by the fear. Mm -hmm. And then following the guides, the signposts yep. that yeah. kind of keep steering you. Oh, yeah. I mean, life will let you know if you're on course <laughs> or off. Right. It just will because you'll yep. feel the turbulence within you emotionally and mentally. Yeah. Or your health. Yes. I mean, all of the different aspects of our being will communicate to us whether we're on or off. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. I know that for sure. I think when you have a health challenge, that's just your body talking to you saying that you're not doing something right. Oh, yeah. You yeah. missed all the other signs. You're right. You're yeah. at the end of the, end of the rope, so right? to speak. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's true. All right, it's homework time. Do you want to guide us through uh, an opportunity? So I, I'd like to suggest uh, my audience put their hand on their heart, take a few deep breaths, and then ponder a question that they can then journal about. So what would be your suggested question for the day? I would say um, take some time to write about what you truly love, what you feel passionate about, um, and what, when you think about it and envision it, um, leads to very positive, empowering um, emotions that will arise that will give you kind of a, hey, yeah, this is something that you should check out. But really with Dharma, it's taking some time to consider, you know, what we love and what we do that comes natural to us. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yes. Well, what brings joy? Yeah. I, I think that is key as well. Yeah. What really lights you up? Yeah. Yeah, it's an emotional stir. Like if, yeah. you, if you're writing and all of a sudden something like brings a tear, mm -hmm. hone in on it. Yeah, and like Davis said, there's no loss. There's no mistake. It's just learning. Yeah, exactly. It's mm -hmm. true. How can the community help you guys? Oh, participate, share, you know, sit in community, have a cup of tea, enjoy. I mean, that's what the space is for. Yeah. So that's what feeds the space. Right. Yeah. The people that flow through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, participation. I think that's great. Mm -hmm. The willingness to step in and try things that maybe you haven't tried. Yes. And we have people all the time coming to True Nature. And at first, it's just to come to the Peace Garden and go to the labyrinth or the reflexology path. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's just a cup of tea with a friend or a business meeting. And then all of a sudden they see people going to a class or they see someone teaching about a product or something and it just kind of perks their interest and mm -hmm. they nudge a little bit further in. Uh, I would be eating lunch there every day if I lived closer. <laughs> every day. It's delicious. Yeah. Thank you. No, thank you for providing mm -hmm. such an incredible space. You guys really, uh, you're an honor to have on the show and really a blessing in this community. Mm. Thank you guys very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anything else you want to end with? It? Any other final thoughts for my friends out there? Well, <laughs> I just will just share finally that, that, you know, our vision at True Nature is really a living um, example of two people coming together and living their passion. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's really the potential that can happen when people dive into their passion and, and share it with the world. And yeah. so it's not ours. We're just midwives in a way of bringing that space through. And we're the caretakers of it. Uh, mm -hmm. 
I love yeah. it. That's exactly why I wanted you on the show. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, great. Because you guys are providing such a service, and mm. it's coming straight from your heart. That's obvious. So mm. Every literally, like every little piece that you have in that store is clearly from the heart. Mm. It's very Thank special, God. and I, I know the community really appreciates it. Yeah. So. Oh. Aw, thank you guys for being here. Thank, thank you. Such Thank a you. We appreciate. Thanks.